Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Behind the Veil, a show that provides insight into the world of weddings. Welcome to season three. Okay, I am totally shocked at the fact that we get to say season three. Hello, season three. But we have one of our most amazing guests. Her name is Megan Ely, which I will introduce first in just a short moment. But first, let me introduce Marcy Gutenberg with an affair to remember by Marcy. Hi, Marcy. Hi, Keith. Oh, my God. Season three. Season three, we're at the start oh of the God. year. You know, here's the thing is that we we have been doing this for a couple of years. And, you know, originally we started doing the show because we wanted to provide information for the people that were out there. And yet we continue to do those things even more so. Exactly. It's yeah, just, I mean, I mean and, and I can't believe we're already done with 2022. I mean, it, I mean, 2021, it just flew by. Well, and the thing is that I was looking back through our like past shows and I was thinking, oh my God, there were, there were shows that we talked about how people reproduce. We talked about how people, (laughs) you know, protect themselves during death. We, how do people protect themselves with lawyers? I mean, there was so much incredible information out there and now the world is continuing to change with COVID, and I, I felt like it was just appropriate that we had one of our favorite speakers, Megan Neely. Hello, Megan Neely, uh, as part of our first show. What do you think? I am so happy. I mean, Megan is just, she's a blessing. I mean, in our industry. Oh, my God, a blessing. She is an icon. <laughs> she is an icon. And so let's bring her on, Megan Neely, oh an icon. <laughs> oh, an icon. I'm like blushing. I was like, stop, stop. <laughs> thank you for your kind words when you asked me i think i said yes before you finished writing the email you're like what do you think about i'm like yes (laughs) cancel everything i'm gonna go hang out with with you know the the show has been going on for three years and one of the things Uh, that we've talked about during the 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 three years is that you know we were honest and upfront about what we're dealing with personally and what you know what we could do for you as a listener today and mm-hmm. your show both of them were were kind of like the i i don't know i feel like that they were the the show to watch when it took to for people to go okay i can take this i can I understand appreciate this. That. i, I, I get that Oh, you're yeah. sweet. I really enjoy. Well, I just feel like the three of well, we're friends. Spoiler alert to the audience out there: we're friends already. We got a good chemistry, but we also are very transparent with each other. We know each other pretty well, and we're not afraid to just dive into the hard stuff, you know. So, and we're still in hard times. So, when you were like, "You want to come on?" I'm like, "Let's do." We actually, oh what I love is we did like a pre-show, just getting ready, and I'm like, "Man, that could have been a." That could have been an episode unto itself, a mini soap. It really could have been. But, you know, but the thing is, is that, Megan, you have been a huge part of this show and how it's become successful. I mean, not just with the speakers that you've sent us, but with the information that you provided us. And, you know, when we were talking about 2022, going into 2022 for businesses, you know, I feel like the, the biggest part is what do businesses need to worry about at this point? I mean, because we've kind of gone through everything yeah, to, to get to a point that we survive. And so here we are. We still survived. We're still part of uh, of the industry world. And I, I think that marketing and PR, PR is a big part of that. 
you know, I, I still don't feel like uh, a lot of our listeners understand the importance of PR. Can you mm. talk a little bit about that? Sure, absolutely. So just to kind of create a baseline for everybody, just to make it easy, I'm going to get academic for a second, but public relations and in the sense of weddings, but but let's go general for a second. PR is essentially when you have a message, right? You have a message and you're trying to get out to what's called an intended public. So if you are a wedding planner and you, you know, some people think the message just I'm awesome and they call it that. It's like, no, 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 no. Like I want to be known as the noted wedding planner, event company, whatever you want to be in this area to this this group of people. It's engaged couples. It could be corporate clients. It could be very specific engaged couples. Maybe you're very focused on South Asian weddings, LGBTQ wedding, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like. But you've got this message. You're trying to get it out to your public or publics, like these intended audiences. And PR is when you utilize the media for that. Because so is advertising, right? Advertising, trying to get a message to a group too, but there's no exchange of money on this one. Of course, unless you hire a publicist, but there's no money exchange. You are essentially becoming an expert. You are going to be someone who your weddings are being featured. And I guess if we narrow it down for a second, wedding PR into itself is you're the noted expert, right? You are the person who gets quoted. You're the person who's on the podcast, right? Little meta there. Um, you're the one for real wedding features as well. Um, having your wedding showcase so that people can look to you and see you as that guiding light. And I think at the end of the day, what it is, is you receive this third party credibility. You know, that's what it is. It's that social proof. Marcy, you recently had your market watch feature, right? I mean, that's like national everywhere. And, and people see that. And they're, not only are you getting that great link back, but you've got couples who see that you've got your fellow wedding pros who see that you're a noted expert as well. So that's kind of my long and Thank short you answer. For that. <laughs> well, yeah, it was awesome. I was cheering you on reading the article. It was what you did a wonderful job. You're a great Thanks. example of somebody who is a reliable expert a hundred percent of the time. Like the media, media loves people like you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know, I mean, like, I think that over the last year, a lot of people have taken a step into thinking, where am I going? Where have I been? What am I going to be doing down the road? And I think mm -hmm. a lot of people were doing like a lot of reassessing last year. And yes. the year this year, um, somebody had put it out there. I don't even call who it was. Uh, and I wish I had written it down, but they used the word for the year as refine. And I think that's kind mm -hmm. of at the stage that I already had already decided at the sure. end of 2021 that I needed to refine things because I think we needed to, you know, we were throwing a lot out there, seeing what was going to work, rebuilding, revamping. And now we're mm -hmm. kind of at the point where we need to bring things down to a manageable point. And so you have yeah. to kind of refine our efforts so that we're making the most for ourselves and for our clients. And Absolutely. ultimately, you know, it's going to increase our our ability to help others and be there for each, you know, for support. Right. Marcy, you're, I, oh, I'm so sorry. I was going to say, I'm oh, here. Marcy, no, no, I'm you're here. Right. Right. I was, was right. going to say, she's right. 
It is. And when PR connects to that is, let's say we take some time during the holidays or maybe some people January. I mean, now you've got engagement season, but it's quieter in the sense of events. Obviously, things are crazy with Omicron right now. So it has shut things down. People have paused and you come up with what you're going to refine for the year and all of this is and what PR does, among other things too, guys, like, of course, as well, PR, marketing, advertising, that's what helps you get to that next goalpost, right? It's like, because we all, if there's anything we've learned, we still have to, you know, we have to be able to delegate in order to really execute on these big ideas. So that's where kind of PR comes in. This is a time of year where a lot of people come to me and they're talking about their plans for 2022. Like I want to, I want to do more speaking. I want to be, I want to be a voice for this. I want to be a noted expert in this. And and that's how PR comes into play. So how important is PR in, in the world of marketing? Because I know that when you and I first connected, uh-huh. I, immediately, I, I was on like New York Times. Uh, you, were, you were like a dream client. <laughs> oh my God. It was amazing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, I was like, it was awesome. I was blown away by the fact at, at how many different, uh, you know, uh, places that I was noted. Mm-hmm. But is that it really important? And then, and yeah, because it happened once, does it happen to have, have to happen multiple times? That's a great question. I I would say a couple of different things. I mean, I wouldn't be a great publicist if I was like, you know what, PR, not really for you, but you know, <laughs> PR hmm. is important for the people that it needs to be important for. Does that make it like, it's not for everybody right. at every stage in their company. So if we're talking wedding pros, PR I would say is of equal measure to what you're doing with marketing and and also potentially advertising, depending on where that falls priority wise, you know, when it comes to that relationship building, things like that. For those in particular who are at a stage where they have minimally a few years under their belt, they're rocking and rolling, they're seeing a steady stream of business coming in and they're ready to take that next step. Because if you came to me and you said, how important is PR for someone who just started their business? I said, well, in the wedding world, if they don't have weddings to submit, like, I don't think anybody wants to see you submit all inspiration shoots all the time. That's not, right. that's not right. an actual event. Like there, you have to do a mix of it. Um, I would say that someone who is, you know, fresh out of maybe like an academy where they've learned wedding planning, maybe isn't ready to talk to market watch yet. They're not ready to talk to brides.com, <laughs> right? The Stuart weddings, you know what I mean? Like they, and, and, right. and they shouldn't yet because they don't have the expertise. But once you get in that sweet spot of three to five years, plus, plus, that's when PR starts to play a role and should have a role with everything else. Because if I'm booking somebody, they all work like this, right? So if I'm working with somebody and they go on a podcast, well, we still need to know what that marketing measure at the end is some sort of, you know, well, let me tell you about this guy to have, let me, me, those all have to work together. Um, So it is important, but I'm not going to say it's important for everybody, but it is important for the people who fit in these certain areas that are looking to level up. And to answer your second question, Keith, you know, if I've done it once, I do it again. Here's the thing. I, and I feel strongly about, like, I feel more strong. I think I only feel more strongly about my distaste of uh, Mason charts is probably my number one, how I feel strong about number two (laughs) is the ability to keep going. Um, And it doesn't mean like if you get the New York times more than once, that's amazing, but need changes evolve. We're going through a period of refinement as Marcy eloquently shared. So Mm -hmm. that changes, you know, when I worked with, Emily Sullivan, a bunch of years ago, great planner who focuses on New Orleans. Believe it or not, it was like six or seven years ago, she got into micro weddings. So we were not only focused on destination New Orleans, but suddenly we're jumping into, not suddenly, but micro weddings. And that 
evolution for her has served her well. Likewise, right. now going into what we're seeing, um, you, we've talked about Gretchen Culver for coming, that bounce back of micro weddings and what it looks like now. Like she's had to, even though she's been in the New York Times and done all these TV shows, like she needs to keep going in that sense. Um, I would say I feel especially strong because I'm I'm not only like preaching this, but I got to tell you when the, we talked about this, so I, I'll keep it short. But when COVID hit, I was putting in 90 hour weeks that did that, that, I mean, gratefully, I, it was exhausting. And do you know what I never stopped doing is finding ways for my name to pop up in the media too. So even in my busiest times, and everyone's got these wedding booms they're dealing with, right? It's like, well, you got to have a you know, place. Well, one of the things that I was always like super thankful of is that you would send me, because I'm part of your, you know, your group, collective, by the way, yeah. which, your collective, which is amazing. Um, and I would get these emails once a week that said, you know, twice a week, even three times a week that would say, uh-huh. okay, here are the questions from our, uh, a different, uh, you know, reporters that are needing answers, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh-huh. you need to answer these and then figure it out. You know, sometimes I was so busy that there was no way that I could answer them. Sure. And yet there were other times that I was like, oh, I got this. I got this. I know exactly what they're wanting. And and it kept me relevant. How, yes. how important is being relevant? Relevance, everything. Relevancy is everything. Exclamation point underlined. Um, especially we have to remember that engaged couples, so speaking about wedding pros in particular, of course, engaged couples are they're staying the same age. I mean, it varies region to region, but you know, I am no longer the age of the average couple. And man, I was for a while there. I think we all were. <laughs> I aged out it. At one point I was younger than the average age. I had to wear, I used to wear a fake wedding ring. Fun fact. When I was like 20. No, you did not. Yeah, I did. When I was 22, 23, I was, wow. I was doing events at a country club. I moved to five star property. And I was like, these parents just don't, they think I just came from preschool. Like, and I looked like it. So I used to like fake <laughs> age with that. But anyways, my point is, <laughs> my point is with this is that, you know, when it comes to relevancy, that's what they're looking for. They need to see that you're with the times, you understand what's going on. You can be the guiding light in good times and in more challenging times. And it it is it is very easy for us in a young industry because it is a young industry to kind of rest on our laurels a little. Like I know my stuff. I don't need to prove anything. It's like, well, I'm sorry there. You kind of do have to, you know, we can't just stop. It's, it's part of a regular kind of promotional engine that you should be working on for your company. But relevancy is everything. Like I I've seen wonderful companies really date themselves quickly when they don't stay ahead of the game when it comes to not only PR, but like tech too. Right. I mean, all the tech things that are out there now, um, you know, people, Right. I mean, I had a good I can't friend. stay up with it. Oh my gosh. I had a good friend of mine who's a very well known, like in their market, this great photographer. And we're on a plane together. So can you look at this contract for me real quick? I'm not a lawyer or anything, but just like they want me to see something. I looked over it and I'm like, are you sending this as a word doc to them? Like this was a couple of years ago. I was like, what? Are, like, thank God we're on a plane together because I've got about 20 minutes worth of things to admonish you about right now right but you know so relevance I mean you know Marcy it's like the relevancy um it's it's not just in PR but it's what we know about I mean let's talk about Omicron for right you've got Omicron mm-hmm. here and we've got a whole new slew of articles that we're working right. on now like not that any of us are also doctors as well but we can at least talk about how to keep people safe what do we know about hosting events now in the age of COVID 
and down the road with, you know, new variants coming out as well. Gosh, and by the yes. way, I just have to point this out. I still have, I don't know if you can see. Oh, my your, mason jars. Are the- your mason jar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, that was, yeah. So to the audience here, I'm, I, I actually will drink out of this. <laughs> me. Oh, my God. I saw that, too. Just oh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, it's so, I love the um, mason jars are the worst.com, which is often where I'll, <laughs> I'll put, like, my lead gens and stuff. So, yeah, that was my friend Honey Lynn, who she pivoted. I don't know if that's, I only have my coffee with me. I don't know if pivot's a drinking word still, but I'll <laughs> take a sip here. But she pivoted to a brilliant, like, she's a hand, she does hand drawing stickers now so that's what that is marcy i am honored you have that still (laughs) so good so (laughs) let me add myself back to this dream all right so if you were thinking about okay what is the most important some one thing that a person needs to be doing in 2022 Mm -hmm. what is it okay i know this doesn't sound like a new tip Okay, it is real weddings submissions. It, it is if you oh, are a planner, really? a designer, <laughs> a venue, a florist, hey, all the things. It, but you know, florist, a planner, venue, designer, a photographer, of course, as well. That that for that niche group, that is the that is what you want to do. You want to be able to showcase how you're doing events well, how you're doing intimate events, how you're doing COVID events, how you're doing all the right. events. We're looking for inclusivity. So we want to see all kinds of couples. So that's the number one for those categories. Keith, if I may do a one point two or whatever, just for right. the ma- masses, because I know real weddings don't, but the fact is. You know, I was going to say it's one of the top ways couples will find you statistically. That's what we've learned. Great link backs all of that. The other thing I would do is I would say the next priority for the masses who real weddings, perhaps they're not in that category. It's start getting quoted. Start pitching yourself locally to the local publications. Um be that local wedding expert, unless you are a destination person who hops around, you know, mm. that's a little bit different. But start right. there. Like start there. Introduce yourself. Three quick paragraphs, who you are, how you can help, just as an expert introduction. Because, again, well, you, you just want to be a guiding light to people. So, uh, uh, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'm actually going to throw a little light on Marcy because recently yeah. we did a, this wedding and her invitation for this was incredible. Okay. Yay. It was Holy crap. <laughs> Amazing. Because the inside of the envelope was like a, uh, almost an alligator, uh, representation, crocodile. you know, crocodile. Thank you. Oh my God. Crocodile. But I mean, but the invitation itself had all the pieces that you would expect from an amazing, uh, experience. Yeah. But how does she take that experience and put it online? So when I try to take pictures of it, because I tried, believe me, mm-hmm. multiple times, uh-huh. you know, from the side, from with extra lighting, et cetera. But it never gave me that like the true wow moment that when somebody opens it. And so I was actually thinking, like, do I get somebody new to open this and then record their like how, what they looked like opening it versus the invitation. Mm-hmm. What, what is better, the product or the, the reaction? 
Oh, that's a great question. Can I say both? Question. Am I a bad guess by saying, I don't know. I kind of like both of them. So, <laughs> so that's going to be yeah. a tough one for me, I would say. So let's talk. So invitation specific, Marcy, using Marcy as an example. Um, first and foremost, what I always tell for my folks who have products such as stationery is, um, you know, it, it's much harder to find a red and it's expensive to bring in a regular photographer for great products. So I get, and I get that. So I have always admired those who've taken those, like, cause there's a lot of photographers out there who will teach you product photography and make it pretty easy at home right. with a little bit of practice. So it's important prior to the reaction. Cause I'm going to answer it in a couple different ways. Having the yeah, product yeah, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. Having the product photos ready to go are huge because from a media standpoint to have that at the ready, when the knot reaches out and says, I'm looking for things for the Pantone color of the year, maybe Marcy goes, Oh, that I've got that. And we send it out. You know, that's the way to do. So that's one is in to have it for your owned channels so that she can right. share. But to your point, Keith, I would say for owned channels, that reaction is great for social media, right? Like showing yes, right. people, which leads into hopefully a testimonial down the road. So I, I know I'm answering it poorly because I'm saying we need all the things, Keith. I'm sorry. Sorry, Marcy. But you <laughs> no, know. Totally, totally on point. I mean, I yeah. think you're 100% right on that. Because, I mean, no offense, but when you open it, you're like, holy crap. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my. You know, but yeah. then when you try to take a picture of it, it's like it doesn't come across as amazing as it does in real life in person mm -hmm. right yes and a lot and that's the case with a lot of invitations i mean you see a lot yes. of beautiful flat lays but when you yeah. look at the invitation itself it always doesn't convey how it looks in person it, correct and so in and it is difficult with products in particular because of that very you know, the good point that you make there is how it's going to be seen. And so you, it's like, how many ways can I squeeze something out of this product? Right. You know, it's, it's right. photos, right. it's right. reactions, it's a testimonial, it's all the things. So the, I think the emotion is just as important as the product itself. All right. So let's say that, you know, you're a new business that you, you survived COVID, you, you made the, the changes, the, yeah. the pivots, quote unquote. Which <laughs> Wait a minute. Let word. me <laughs> oh, <no>. kill. <laughs> kill that word. Kill that word. Pivot. We all hate the word pivot from now on. But let's say that you're the person that made that pivot. So what should you be thinking about now? moving forward because let me put it this way i have like i don't know eight maybe 12 weddings that i have not put out on social media because i've been too busy just yeah i'm just too busy at the moment so do i save those do i then like purposely produce those over the next couple of months mm -hmm. i mean how do i maximize the experience that I had over the last year to help uh, include extra influence over the next year? No, that's a great question. Well, I'm going to, if you don't mind, I'm going to start with kind of a non-PR answer, if that's okay. Because yes. I'm a big believer in building a base. So, you know, we've already, it sounds like, and we talked offline too, that, you know, we're all having yeah. conversations with ourselves about company or where a brand is and all of this stuff. So right. you've done all, you, you, the Royal, you've done all these amazing things over the last year. So then you really need to sit back and say, well, what do I want this year and beyond to look like and why? You know what I mean? Because one thing right. to say, 
this is the year I do this. Well, why in the world do you feel that way? How's it going to be profitable? I will tell you then my next step from there before we even get into PR and just determining what are the things I, I, and I'm just going to do, I probably shouted her out before too. Michelle Loretta, man. I just go back to her every single time she does my money. You go to your money person. If you're your money person, that's great. You sit down and say, this is my vision. I want, I, I really want to leverage what I'm doing for next from last year as well into whatever this looks like. Is this actually a profitable, sustainable way to go? Right. Because let's all be honest with each other right now. There were, we got hit really hard during COVID. That's no surprise. Some more than others, people who did not come into the pandemic with a strong base were far less likely to survive period. doesn't matter where you were, whether you want to first open up or last to close or whatever. And so strong base. So people have all these ideas right now. I think you start with a baseline of, I want to go in this direction. Is it sustainable? Does it make sense? You either sit down with a cup of coffee in your spreadsheet, or you sit down with a a Michelle Loretta type from BC. She's my Mm -hmm. gal to go from there. Then you have to decide if I'm going in this direction, what are, if I'm at point A, which does not mean the beginning of your career, just means where you are right now. I'm trying to get to point B. What are the things that I can do from a PR standpoint, from a marketing standpoint that will get me there? Because you have, I mean, none of us have unlimited time. Like even right. if, yeah, right? Like even yeah. if it's the off season for some, right? And so, what are those things? What's going to make the most sense for me based on the budget I have, the resources in terms of time, and will it take me from point A to point B, which we've already determined is a sustainable path? So, I don't know if that helps. I, I don't mean to speak in broad strokes. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. So he- here's the thing: is that most of us don't have a finance person with us to be able to do that. No, I get it. Fair enough. Right. Let's say that most of us are individuals that don't have somebody outside of who we are as an individual person doing our marketing, our PR, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I I'm, I'm lucky because I have you as part of the, you know, my my team. I'm super excited about that. Yay. But, But a year ago I didn't have you. Yes. I didn't have you. Perish you know, I didn't body. have anybody. I didn't have a Marcy. I didn't have a Brooke. I had me. Yeah. So where do I go from somebody from those people have, who have yes, yeah on their know, own? Where, mm-hmm. where like okay, my first step. Like, what is my first step? How do I find myself out of this darkness, so to speak, and mm-hmm. and go okay? How do I make the most? Because everybody, let's just say, I get a random call from Google. Let me just pull up a, a random number from my my phone, you know, that mm-hmm. says, hey, we're from Google and we're going to make sure that you're on the first page of every page that anybody that says wedding planner. We mm-hmm. we all know that's BS. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's that so that's just me personally. I'm, I'm just going to say that personally. I'm not going to say that uh, on anybody else's platform. I'm just saying me personally. Right. And, and so as a new business owner or somebody that has just lived through COVID, you know, mm-hmm. we're lost to be honest, yes. guys, you're so lost. What do we do? I mean, the old stuff that used to work no longer works. You know, it used to be, you know, if you, um, you got out there and networked, you were a member of NACE, you were a, nem- mm-hmm. a member of ILEA, you know, you knew that those, those communications, those partnerships would lead to something in the future. But yes. now, but now, you're it's past COVID. 
And Mm -hmm. we don't know what's going to happen in the future as far as COVID. Like, does that mean that we're going to not have the business that was previous? So if, and, and, and I, I know Megan, I'm putting you kind of on the spot, but no, it's a great question, but I love you. And I know you will give us an honest answer that says, okay, if I was uh, a, a, a business that f- didn't know what to do next. Mm-hmm. My first step would be go to score.org, S C O R E.org. <laughs> score.org is free because listen, I'm 13 years in, so I can sit here on my, my chair here talking about my Michelle Loretta and my wonderful people and all this, but you're right. You got to bring it down and say, Hey, listen, there are people who are solopreneurs who are brookless and they're Marcyless right. right now. And what do they do with, you know, what do you do when you're Meganless? And so score.org is a nonprofit that is nationwide chapters. I believe in every state that offers. Yeah. So here in the U S um, they offer free business coaching to all small businesses. I have really? been doing it for 12 years, 12 and a half years. I have been going every six weeks to my beloved. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, I had Gray originally, but then he moved to Naples, and which was great. And then I got paired with Emmett within in that first year. But listen, I was I started OFD two years earlier than expected. I will not get into the details of that because this no, is only coffee. No, if no, it was filled no, with wine, I'd exactly. be like. Yeah. Let me thanks. tell you what happened. But I it, I was not prepared, but I knew this was the I, this was going to be the next step for me. And I went to score and they have been advising me. And not only did I have a great business coach, but what they do is they bring in other people. So if I walked in, I had someone early on who wanted to invest in the company. Um, and I felt very overwhelmed by that. And I ended up, spoiler or not, not taking that. But it was because I sat down with my score person who brought in a free legal person, brought in a you know what I mean? Like really? all the things really? with that. Yes. So score.org, start there. Every state, and I, I know, apologies, I'm speaking mainly to the domestic audience. Now, most states right. will have all, you know, Chamber of Commerce, all these guys will have different free to low cost resources to get you started. But I would say start with score. I would say over time, jump into some of these associations. Nace, right. obviously, I brought my Nace mug Love. today because we all Love. are connected through Nace. You know, um, I'd be remiss right. if I didn't do a shout out to my beloved whip as well. Idea. There's Idea. Yep, Idea. there's National Study of Black Wedding yeah. Event Pros. There's also right. um, there's also groups that come out of, like well, there's like E3, which is a group online. There's a lot yes. of like, online groups as well. So start to you know, because that's a lot of that is free, not or, or it's low cost right. to join, but it's free to be online with people. Start jumping. It really into is. And just paying attention. Where's the great information? Where's the crap information to get away? And and see where you can find people because there's plenty of community based, low cost or or like a very reasonable amount to be a part of. Um, I I would contend, and I'd love to hear you guys. Now I'm interviewing you guys, but I would contend that our associations now more than ever play a pivotal role in building these communities. So we can build our teams up because, you know, whether we set up our own, you know, I've got a mastermind on my Vox where I I chat with a couple of friends and I've been doing it for years. People need those people and you find them through associations. I don't know if you guys are seeing that too, but you're big association people. I mean. Yeah. You know, because I I dealt with a lot, a lot of our like, you know, marketing and local uh, companies that like even our GLBT local affiliations, you know, for companies that were a GLBTQ plus 
affiliated because that's yeah. become even more important than ever. You know, and a lot of it had to do with listening. I mean, a big part of yeah. it wasn't about you know, joining and being the big person in the community, it had to be mm -hmm. like, let me go to the luncheon and listen to somebody else talk. Yeah, correct. And so I know it's more of a wide answer here, but I think it comes, if, if you said, Megan, people feel lost, what do they do? What's next step? I'd say go to score. For someone who might have a little bit to invest, I'd say seek out some of the local associations, start finding like-minded people that you can connect with. That's the beauty of places like NACE and ILEA. All of them is yeah. they also have national networks too, so we can learn Amazing. from each other in other markets. So still goes, you're going to see there's a theme here of no, no man is an island, right? And ah, so- I love it. I love yeah. it. So, um, uh, Marcy, you're, you're part of a, a women's group. Tell us a, a little bit yeah. about that. Um, I'm actually part of a few groups. The women's group is a lot of people in the event industry uh -huh. who are local to our South Florida area. And um, they a lot of them don't really belong to an association. This is actually not a – it's a free association to, or a free organization to join – um, it's a matter of just showing up and being there for each other and having yeah. a female support group to bounce things off of, whether it's for business or something else. But ideally, it's, you know, it's based on business and, and really. What's, what's the name? Giving you, uh, it's called um, Ladies in the Biz. And Tammy is the um, is the leader of the organization. So, yeah, and is it's it really, ladies it's very cool. Ladiesinthebiz.com? I it's like actually that. on Facebook. I don't know that there is a website for it because it's it's really a small knit group of women from South Florida. Um, but they do get a very good turnout. I mean, in the past, they've they've had some really great turnouts for events. We just haven't had an in person event for a while. Um, well, because I think. Well, but, you know, I think the thing is that, that as we go into 2022, we're really talking about how do we do the best that we can support each other as individual mm -hmm. people? Because it's rough, guys. It's It has not been an easy year. I mean, today alone, I've had like 18 different, and I'm not kidding. When I say 18, it's not like, oh, let me add three three calls to this. 18 different calls. Yes. About, eight, yeah. This week is garbage, about, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's it, trash day, darling. It is, oh and God. a snow day up here, oh, and a snow day. I'm <laughs> dead. I'm dead. Because well, everybody's we, back in their we, offices after being right. up for a week and a half. What yeah. do we do with our event? Do we cancel it? Do we move forward? Oh, yeah. And you know, and here in South Florida, I mean, my biggest push is move forward because the Omicron variant, yada yada. I'm not mm -hmm. going to like get into the technical stuff. You know, talk to your event professional that's near you about that. But you know, we've become. Uh, the the leaders in in both information and in how do we make sure that we keep as many people safe as possible, and that's a hard place to be. Yeah, is and as an event professional. Well, can I say real quick, if I may? Yeah, please. So yesterday, yeah, no, this week is is trash, and it's Tuesday at two thirty. <laughs> I was like, 
why did I take any time off? Right. Yesterday was, was so yesterday we so I am the international president of WIPA. Like so that I'm the second oh, we leader. Love so it's not, oh yeah, WIPA. we love WIPA. And I'm it's not luckily it's not day four of being president, it's day 360, 370 days of being president. So I have some experience, but it's our big retreat. We're finally all together, we're gonna be in person next week, all the things, and we're gonna be in Texas. We've had it planned for months. I literally thanks to Veritera. And Jordan Kahn, who took the, the package down to Dallas, we, we shipped all of these tests down there so we could all be tested, all the things, right? Ready to go. And right. of course, the Omicron is like, I mean, it's through the roof. And so yesterday spent a huge part of the day. Do we have it? Do we not? Do we move to virtual? What about the room block? What are this? And I'm talking to the lovely Jacqueline Hill down there, um, who is so gracious. Oh, Jacqueline. Yeah, Jacqueline's the oh, president her. down there. Gosh, she's so good. She's so gracious. And we were chatting in my stress level. And we're only, it's an important event, but it's not someone's wedding. It's right. 15 to 30 people. It's not hundreds right. plus my grandparents. And we were kind of chatting. She reminded me, oh girl, I get it. She goes, I've been doing this every day of the pandemic. I'm like, I've done this for one day and I am ready to like jump ship on whatever this is. So I'm out, I'm out. And you guys, you know, gratefully have been doing it for two years. And I, I knew it was a struggle, but then being right. in it, I was like, this is garbage. I can't believe, you guys, I don't know how mm-hmm. you guys are still standing. So kudos to you guys. I'm I mean, sitting. <laughs> or sitting, standing or sitting or yeah, living here, man. <laughs> well, and, and let's just say that Brooke took over as a G- GM for a local, like not-for-profit, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't say not for profit. Let me just take that back. But for uh, a, a local catering company, and my God, the learning curve for her has been incredible. I mean, it came I, down to do I want to do I want to be on Channel Seven and Ten for the wrong reasons? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's really what it was. I got some thoughts so on that. Like, <laughs> 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 oh my stars! But no, I just I'm very humbled after yes yesterday practically right. set me over the moon. You know, part of it's being a Sunday, but I thought, God, you guys have been moving. And in side note, we decided to go virtual for next week. But it's like you're right; these are big decisions that we have to take seriously. You know, not not fun well, times. Okay. So, <laughs> But here's the thing is that, you know, here you are, you are uh, somebody that like makes sure that you do your best to give the best information to the clients that you have. Yeah. And I, again, I've been lucky that I've been part of your world for multiple years and it wasn't because it, 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 it was due to you being on this program, by the way, our first year, our first month, mm-hmm. our first month. I remember it. Was, I know. I, I, mean, I mean, the thing is, is that you and I were like literally the, the first people on this program mm-hmm. together and, and talking about like, what do we do when this variant came to our world and the information that you provided us, the, the, the resources were just incredible. I just, I, I cannot thank you enough for the amount of information that you provided us, you know, but it's because of people like you that there are people out there that are still in business to this day because of what you did. I mean, I would have never been part of New York times ever a million times. Like let's say four times, and let's say business. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, business world and report, and I mean name All it. That. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. If it hadn't been for the fact that you came on this program and said, "Look, it's hard 
right mm-hmm. now. It's rough out there. And if you want to try to figure out how to promote your company with no money, look in the world of PR. Yeah. Know, and I'm going to give you all my resources. And you were so kind and loving oh, and generous about it because you could totally keep that self to, to yourself. I mean, obviously you want to keep that self to the people that are paying you, but you didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't. And I just, mm-hmm. I, 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 I don't know how to really express to the people out there how unusual and how different that is for people that have the inside track on this world to be mm-hmm. able to say, you know what, I'm going to share it to the world. I yes, I have a business that relies on this, but I also want to make sure that my community as, as a whole survives. Mm-hmm. And so my and that's what my, it comes down what, to. What I want to say is say thank you. Thank oh, you. you're so Thanks kind. Don't be greedy. Pigs get slaughtered. Especially when you're in power. Yeah, I love it. No, no. Absolutely. You're so sweet. It's my pleasure. Honestly, what it came down to in the middle of the crisis. Here's the thing. The crisis of COVID starting March 13, 2020. That was my date. Everyone has their own date, right? And that was my coming off a plane, everything shutting down and just a mess. And, you know, people, it brought out the best and the worst in people. Let's be honest with ourselves, right? There were some people Mm -hmm. I thought dang, that didn't do what I thought. Like that wasn't the reaction I expected. Right. And so for me, I guess what it came down to is my team and I have an immense respect for the fact that yes, I was in weddings, but I haven't been for a long time. Right. It's been almost 13 years or 12 years, I would say. And we were humbled to the fact that we're in business because of the wedding industry. So we felt a huge responsibility to see people through this in in any way we can, you know? And I think that speaks to the hospitality industry as a whole, though, is we all wanted to see each other succeed. Like we were all helping each other out and taking whatever superpowers we had, you know, to be able to get us through to the other side right. of that. And I've got to tell you, you're so sweet to thank me, but I, I'll be honest, uh, winning alongside you guys at the NACE One Awards was, I mean, yeah. all the thanks I, I never thought I even needed, you know, I, that with that joy, the joy almost killed me that night. It was so, my heart, <laughs> my heart exploded for you guys winning, for me winning. And it was all like, you know, that that's. We felt the love know. the next morning. Trust me. Oh my God. Uh, you guys are so, I still have, by the way, side note. Remember. I think I still have the, I still have the video. Oh, I have it all on. Oh my I have God. All video. It's on my phone. Um, keep finding it out. I will. You were just so excited. And I was like, oh, I can't well, believe it. You know what I think it is, is that this. we were so surprised. I think that at the end of Aww. the day that we were all so surprised that people really. Um, the one we didn't think we were going to win. <laughs> well, it was very competitive. It was very, very competitive. There were a lot like, of I, awesome people. There were a lot of that. awesome people. But, 100%. But that, that, that people accepted it. You know, that's what I'm saying is that, you know, here we hear we, all the time we, we go out into the community and there's so many people that we think are not into helping their community, no names named kind of thing. And then yeah. yet we see a community that is, you know, we see the people handing out waters to nurses. We see event planners like, I'm, and I'll, I'll say it, you know, uh, Bonnie, uh, with an, uh, sorry. Um, Oh God, tell me, uh, Marcy, uh, Bonnie, Bonnie. Bonnie. 
Famiano, yes. Oh my God, who went okay, out okay. and like served coffee yeah. and like just to to endless and people, thousands of people, mm-hmm. and almost to the detriment of her own, uh, uh, her own, uh, her own uh, company. I mean, mm-hmm. oh my God, what? And well, may I say, it's I really incredible. felt, if I may say, I felt that behind the veil played a huge role coming to, I'm getting a little goosebumps right now, you guys oh. coming as your own guiding light into social media, into YouTube, all those things where, you know, we didn't have community, we weren't going to NACE events, WIP events, LA events, whatever. We were stuck at home with our beloved family, <laughs> friends, pets, whatever, <laughs> and our laptop, and you guys right. connected us. And, and I'm grateful for that. I mean, th- this was definitely a bright spot in what has been a really difficult two years, you know? I mean, we all burnt bursted when we saw each other at NACE Experience, which is, I think, the first time we all saw each other. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time we all saw yeah. each other. We'll, we'll, we'll call it bursted. <laughs> I got to but know I, so I, many I, people I remember... that the sh- from being on the show. And yeah, we yeah, had a good awesome. time. I remember being at your your speaking engagement there, and I remember specifically your explanation of the difference between PR and marketing. And I thought that was brilliant. Mm, I mean, I, I never really kind of got it before. And Mm -hmm. I mean, truthfully, that was like, is it when PR is, PR is when somebody else says you're great, right? Like that around that, is that probably, yeah, that's what it is. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And and then the marketing is what you're paying for, or you're out on social media and Mm -hmm. such. And you can well, absolutely like, don't get me wrong. Oh, just real quick, I was like, don't get me wrong. There's still a huge value to paying for the control of the placement of advertising. Like I pay, yes. I sponsor sponsorships are a kind of advertising. I am a proud sponsor of the Inclusive Awareness Conference, which is tomorrow. Proud sponsor, signature CEO of NACE. I'm a national sponsor. I am I'm ready and willing and happy to support financially when it all makes sense and all the things. But at the end of the day, I think PR plays nicely into some of these other things as well. Well, and that's what I'm saying is that as us as a community need to really understand that, you know, whatever grievances that we had before, Mm -hmm. we got to let it go. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. we're on the Titanic. It's sinking. There's only six boats left. Who, you know, who do we invite aboard? You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. and, and it can't be. It can be associated with past grievances. That mm. just can't be part of it. Toss Move, it. Toss it. It mm-hmm. is time to think as a community and to think as, you know, who are the people that we feel that are going to be the best to help us survive. And, you know, and and I'll, I'll say, you know, from the, the beginning, Bonnie Finimiano and I were like amazing friends for a really long time. We mm-hmm. ha- We've had our disagreements, but I will never take away from her the amazing, amazing, amazing effort that she put into making sure our community here in South Florida Uh was safe and was reliable. I mean, Uh what? I mean, seriously, you just, you cannot put a price tag on that. And, 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 or, nor should you ever, well, nor should you ever put your own personal grievances against that. Like why? Not only was she doing that, she was also in the process of spearheading for not just South Florida, but all over Live Events Coalition. So that was, I mean, like she was taking a double whammy on this all. She was taking it by the the horns and just moving forward with it. 
And yeah. by the way, her, her husband is the most amazing human being. We <laughs> oh, yeah. well, I would oh, say no, it, we... it reiterates <laughs> the crisis brought out the best and the worst in people. But on a positive note, there are people yeah. out there. There might have been some people like, oh, they were gonna they were gonna step up, and we expected that and we appreciate it. But then there's some people who maybe surprised us and took on a more active role um, in the best way possible. I saw that in my world, associations, publicity, all the things. And so, um, as much as the last two years, man, I'd love to. Just go ahead and just pretend a lot of that didn't happen. What it, what I did walk away from is to see some of the shining stars. And, and may I say, as we're all in reflection, this is getting away from PR, but I kind of want to bounce off still, of, that's okay. Yeah, I want to bounce right. off of what Keith and Marcy, Marcy a little bit here is, you know, there are some folks like we've learned to cut, cut the fat a little bit too, right? There are some yeah. people who are like, you know what? We've learned some of it's not worth keeping. Some of it right. is not worth keeping. Doesn't mean we're not kind. It just means we work on what's best for ourselves now, but not that a negative thing. Of yeah, space in your head, like exactly. I don't need to that. make time for this anymore. Like I don't. I didn't go into small stuff, as the old saying goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It used so, to be like, well, being in business for X amount of years, I don't. I'm not doing this to be. And to be miserable, but now it's like, man, I've been through, been through, and still continuing the COVID crisis. Why make myself more miserable? You know, right? All right. So, if you're a new business, let's say that you decided to pivot during 2021, right? Yep. You had to uh, resign your position off of whatever hourly you were doing, and you're like, you know what? I really do a great job at making cake toppers. I'm mm-hmm. random, random thought. Who do you need to reach out to first when it comes to that? You know, when you've decided you to, get your, to pivot. Yeah. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. when you're ready to pivot, who are, who are the first pe- people that you should be reaching out to first in order to get your name out there? Absolutely. Assuming folks have gone ahead and done an, an audit of their own channels, right? Make sure that before they've taken that step, they've looked at their own website and social media to make sure that this pivot is prominent, right? So let's assume that's been done and we're moving on. So a few things you're going to do. Step one, you're going to join Haro, which is going to get Keith very excited here when I talk about this. Yes, you know me. (laughs) Please. Please. Help a reporter out. There's a free version, which I was on for many years. I do the paid now, but there's a free version of it. And with the free version, the way it works is it, it assumes that we're all experts at something, right? I'm an expert, I guess, at certain parts of weddings, but more wedding PR. I'm an expert at cats and Grey's Anatomy. I would say those are my things. That's what you can say. I'm in. What it does is you sign up for free. Monday through Friday, three times a day, with the exception of holidays, you get an email that will give you a list of different articles that journalists are already working on looking for experts. And if you're a match for one of them, you click on it and then you go ahead and pitch yourself. So that that you can just sign up, automatically comes to you, quick and dirty, do that. Two, I would want people, if they're doing a pivot, especially if they're doing it more locally, got to give some local love, right? You need to go out there, get a lay of the land of the local media outlets. And and I don't always mean local wedding blogs, unless you're ready to put money behind maybe a sponsored, whatever. I mean, like in Richmond, shout out, I'm in Richmond, Virginia. We have Richmond Magazine. We have a newspaper still, Virginia Living, all this. Look for those, run a search on some of the keywords, weddings, things like that. See who writes about weddings, even if it's once or twice a year. You're going to reach out to these, these writers and simply introduce yourself again as an expert. My name is this. I see you cover the wedding industry in the Richmond area on occasion, just want to take a moment to introduce myself as an expert. 
My name is this. I'm with this company. I, for a long time, I've done this, but I've also pivoted into X. Like, let them know what your expertise, what you do, and how you can make life easier. Like, happy to speak on any of a number of topics, including da 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 da. Now, if you're right. in a smaller city, such as Richmond, right? Richmond's a third tier city, so which means we're not in LA, right? We're not in Chicago, we're not in New York. So, if you've got a unique enough pivot, take it one step further and see if any of the local outlets do small business profiles. People forget about that. And it's like, here's the mm. thing. And this is no, no offense to our wonderful, our accountants keep the world running, right? They keep our money going and all this. But I will say it's not as exciting as I pivoted into accounting, right? If you pivoted into something kind of bright and shiny in the wedding industry, especially during engagement season right now, you might be in a position if someone is regularly you know, featuring, there's usually like a column, like a business section where there's like an entrepreneur column. Now is the time to study up on the column and see if no one's been similar to you as of late, go ahead and pitch yourself to them potentially as well. So I would say that. And, yeah. you know, I mean, there's more to it than that, but let's give people two steps. I mean, I could go on and on, but those are two steps that <laughs> just started. I just think that I have to say, you know, when you first came on and you talked about this and you talked about Haro, I have to tell you that, you know, Haro was such an eye opening experience for me mm -hmm. because as me, as a small independent uh, entrepreneur that wasn't tagged with anybody else, having access to Haro was massive. Holy crap. Massive. Yeah. I mean, because there were multiple times that I got like I, I got quoted by the uh, New York Times before I even joined yeah. Megan Ely. Absolutely. Which, and you you did it, that. You it, joined it, Haro and it worked. It, it it got better, obviously, once I joined mm. Megan Ely. You're I'm just so saying. famous. OFD oh, oh, consulting. I'm just saying. <laughs> so much easier. So much You're easier. So because I feel like, oh my God, I felt like, well, but no, you know what the thing is, is I felt like I was part of a brotherhood. So, you know, yeah. and it wasn't a ridiculous, it, it, unlike most of these locations or, or mm -hmm. companies, and I don't do this often on this program, but, you know, I felt that the money that I put towards your uh, your group was huge in Thank the you. response. Oh my God. I felt like, oh my God, I was amount, I was now with thousands of people that are like, tell me how we can help you. Tell me. You know, mm -hmm. just let us know. And yeah. I, like, I felt I felt valued. I felt mm -hmm. like I was part of a group. I felt like mm -hmm. I was no longer by myself. And here I had been before this for years trying to figure out struggle, struggle, struggle. And, and mm -hmm. you just came on the show and you gave so much great information, just like you did today. And there was so much free information that the fact that you said, Oh, and, and by the way, I have this little bitty group <laughs> of, mm -hmm. you know, so I tell us a little bit about your groups. Sure. Okay. So my beloved OFD collective. So you were so sweet. The first time I talked about it, you're like, I'm yeah. signing up for that right now. And by the and way, I was. as soon as we, Next you day. like, I was like signed up right away with that. And so what it comes like. down to is <laughs> like, I'm a firm believer that, you know, yes, we serve wedding crews, but we also serve the media. Like, even though they're not clients per se, but we do serve the media. We want to have that responsibility of give, helping disseminate the right information during, especially times of crisis, but even in times of good. And so I, it was actually 
modeled in part after Haro. I mean, full inspiration from Peter Shankman's Haro from all the years ago. And so what it is, is it is, it's a collective of a number of, of wedding pros, uh, mainly US-based. We have some international as well, but you know, it's a few, it's a few parts. It is a little bit of education. So every yep. month, I mean, you guys know, you very kindly have heard me speak before, but I get really into the nitty gritty with the group. I bring in writers from national publications who talk about how to pitch them, things like that. That's one. Um, and then we have all sorts of like great templates and things to get, you know, someone who wants to explore speaking or they want to explore pitching the podcast. Like we do all of that. So that's one. And then from there, the way it works is we have office hours. So that's the big thing I got from people is like, listen, I don't want the full-time on retainer publicist. That doesn't make sense for my company right now. Maybe it's not the best use of resources, but we have office hours every week where people jump on and pull a time slot and they sit down with me. Like 95% of the time, it's me there talking to them about how to pitch locally, how to do this. Oh, I just got picked up for this podcast. Now what do I do? But the heart of it is going to be what Keith, you talked about. It's a PR lead. So we work with writers right now. We average 30 to 35 press leads a month. So, you know, we had some live go this week where wedding chicks, like, how are you dealing with what's going on right now? Or reactions to the Pantone color of the year, whatever. And so we push it out Mm. and then people will kindly jump in and answer. And then we will collect them, run them through Grammarly, all this, and we will get them to the writers. And we have really great, well-established relationships with these guys to give them what we did. We just worked with the New York Times on an awesome, I was excited. It's more of a trends piece, but that will be coming out soon. Um, and then for those who want to level up with their real weddings, we offer, we have a full-time person. We actually hired her during the pandemic because we had such an deluge of real wedding submission needs coming in. So that's the collective. We're actually, I will say not to be a salesperson, We do have an annual rate increase January 17th. So 13 days for those who are keeping track. (laughs) So for those who haven't joined. (laughs) What I do love is that it's not just for the business professional. You have a whole section that is for the bride, you know, that wants to get their, their photos out in front of New York times and LA times. And these other, these other, you know, uh, organizations that will, reproduce their weddings, you know, and I find that mm-hmm. really fascinating that you're saying, look, we're not just going to help the the business professional, but we're also going to help the brides and the couples out there that do want their, their photos republished in mm-hmm. on the mass market media, you know, and I feel like, and you do it from such a source of love and kindness that I would not have expected if I didn't know you. Well, thank you. And I think that's the hard part is that, you know, I, there are many times that we we could absolutely say, oh, this is just her drive to make more money. And that's not your drive. Your drive is I want to, I I love my event industry and I want to do everything I can to help support it and, and do everything I can to promote it. And that's really where your heart is. It's Uh not about the, the money. Because mm-hmm. as you said earlier, before we went online, you're like, oh, I, I just had to re like redo my I'm reworking things stream. for this year. Yeah, for this year to focus yeah. on what we really want to rene- we niche within an inch of our life. But you're right. Absolutely. No, I appreciate that. I mean, we just I think it also ties into the fact that I, I realize that I'm a very lucky person to there's only like five or six wedding publicists in the world. I mean, that is it. There are fewer wedding publicists and you're now. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. There's fewer wedding publicists now than five years ago. And and I take a great responsibility in there being so few of us. If I can continue to do what I love so much, I mean, wouldn't I be the luckiest person, you know, to be with you guys all the time? 
Well, we are so lucky to have you. I mean, right, seriously. I gotcha. It's a love I mean, fest over here. This I, is a love it, fest. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously. I mean, if if you had sent it to us three years ago, when you first, first started helping support us, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, we were just this little bitty program that was doing a Zoom call once a week. And mm-hmm. we had, you know, three or four event planners, et cetera. You know, and, and if you had said, hey, in, in three years or two years, you're going to have 25,000 plus Amazing. You know, weekly you membership. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like nobody wants to listen to us. Please, we're idiots. Oh, I think it's wonderful. But, Kudos, to you guys. I love it. I love. I mean, going on YouTube and seeing all those. I'm like, dang, dudes, you guys are doing great. I mean, this is crazy. It's wonderful. It's, yeah, it's just crazy. It's and you know, so whatever we can do to to obviously support you and support our community at large, we're gonna do. Right. I mean, I know Marcy, Brooke, myself, we are huge fans of Megan Ely and OFD Consulting. And that's not because you're paying us to do so. We're, <laughs> that's that's us because you just have this kindness and love that exudes from you in a way that is unique and totally per- personal. And I and I, genuine. I, and no, genuine. Well, thank you. I, I adore I you guys. And I just really don't think that there's, you know, it's one of those things that we're really lucky to have people in our lives that we get to connect with in this Mm -hmm. way. And in the event community, I feel like we're luckier than most because that's our world. Full of sunshine for us. Yeah, well, right back at you guys. Like I said, and Brooke, I knew before I said. Listen, when Keith wrote and said, "What do you think about being our first? I was like, "Done." I know. I was like, "When no, is it?" Yes, everything's canceled. Forget it. <laughs> I told we have a snow day today, and I told my kid, "I was like, you don't have a mom for like an hour, so you can do what you need to do around the house." Because no, I'm gonna lock the door. I got this podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Dad's home too. I just. <laughs> oh my god. Well, and and by the way, well, it probably won't shock you that Rachel Sheeran is going to be on with us next week. Oh, amazing! You are in for a treat. She's just wonderful. She's got. I've got somewhere right around here. She sent me. She had a drawn illustration of my cats. I'm a big cat lady, and it's like hanging up (laughs) on my wall over here. She's wonderful. So you and what a what a great person to really get people geared up for the year. You know. I was just saying, what a way to start the year. I mean, with the two of you, I mean, you're, you know, you're first. And then she's like, next week is, I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better better uh, start to the year. And I'm just saying that if you're out there in the world and you have thought about getting into this industry, please do. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, I don't know if there's another industry out there that would be more or more welcoming about new, fabulous, uh, just, Technology, not technology, but mm-hmm. just the ability to pr- produce amazing events. We love that, and we honor that, and we want that to happen for you. We're we're going to be the, your biggest supporters. We're going to be your biggest fans. So come and join us. Be part our of our happiness yeah? is the joy that we see in others, and watching yes. our our colleagues excel in that area is mm-hmm. it, it gives us the strength to, um, you know, better ourselves because we, yes. we get to see other people doing great things and it gives us an opportunity to, to challenge ourselves. Absolutely. So, by the way, and I know that I'm going too. Well, and I, I said this year that we're going to go to 40 minute for, uh, format. So, well, uh, uh, <laughs> so I, 
that already knew today it was not going to Oh, I knew. I was like, I blocked <laughs> off a huge chunk. So, but no, I'm just so grateful to to be with you all in this space today. I'm looking forward to, I know it seems a far away from now, but I should be down in your neck of the woods come May. So I'm excited. Uh, you're coming to speak to our NACE group in May. Yeah, I am. I'm all, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it no, on the calendar. So I'm I'll be there. Saying, hold on. I, I have it. Like, shoot, it's like, like on the on. calendar. I mean, hopefully I'll see you guys before that, but that's, that's on the so, calendar already. So this amazing woman is going to be with us in South Florida, May 24th, FYI, to be speaking to our group. So if you haven't made plans, which May 24th, you didn't make plans, honey. You make plans Tuesday. You'll be fine. (laughs) So you're going to enjoy the fact that uh, Megan Ely is with us May 24th. It's going to be incredible. And I guarantee you, if you think that you learned stuff from this program, you got nothing. Compared Aww. to what you're gonna you're gonna do during the program. Anyway, all right, guys, thank you so much for being part of Behind Veil. We will see you actually next week, every next Tuesday at two o'clock with Rachel Sheeran. But until then, everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Yay! <laughs> Thanks, guys. First 